Good morning, mamas. I am so excited for this to be my very first podcast, and it's not going to definitely be the last. Let me introduce myself. My name is Danielle Goss. I am an internationally board-certified lactation consultant. I am also a childbirth educator. I was a labor doula. I was all sorts of things before I started adding initials to my name, but of course, my latest hat has been uh, a IBCLC lactation consultant, which I have been in the lactation field now for almost 16 years. Um, I've been in IBCLC for 10 and have helped tremendous amounts of mamas with crazy cases. Um, I now have my own office in Irvine, California. I am an advanced practice lactation care, which means I get all the more interesting difficult cases, but my specialties include um, oral tethering, meaning lip ties, tongue ties, cheek ties, all those fun things, as well as um, low milk supply because I kind of like to think outside the box. I have had a crazy pants medical history myself, as has my daughter, which you're going to hear all about my family and my kids because parenting girls, let's be real, and, and men, you're probably listening to, parenting is rough, it's hard, and holy moly, no one prepares you for all of that. You know, breastfeeding is supposed to be this magical, easy, natural thing, and it's not. I remember uh, staring at my daughter, my youngest, um, who's now 16, at six days going, oh my stars, I can't feed you. I feel like my nipples are about to fall off. (laughs) So I get it, girl, I got you. So I have a very weird body and I remember everything that could go wrong went wrong so when I'm handling cases I like to think outside the box because in my opinion there's always always a reason for nipple soreness there's always a reason for low supply and in all my years I have found many times over that breastfeeding often brings to light things we didn't even know existed so that is why I am here for you I feel like parent motherhood's hard enough and it changes your whole life upside down your relationship with your partner or even you single mamas who are so brave doing this on your own you guys rock they're you're fantastic um but breastfeeding is just not easy so I'm gonna give you a little history about how I do and what I do and this is our little intro for what uh the following podcasts are going to be Um, I've been asked for years to do this, Uh, and I kept putting it off, and I wasn't quite sure, like, what can I possibly bring to the table? Um, But after much consideration, I said, you know what, y'all, it's time. So here's a little bit about me. Um, I come from a theater background. I am literally the black sheep who went into medicine. I am from Las Vegas, Nevada. Can I give it for my Vegas peeps? Uh, Growing up in Vegas is weird, y'all. It's like um, we kind of have our own weird accent out there. And, you know, nothing like having high school years in the midst of casinos. That was was good times there. Good times. Uh, My dad was a mime, professional mime. Yes, that's a real thing. I uh, was actually born while they were touring with a show called Excitement 79. Um, back when mime was cool and I always tease him that the reason I'm terrified of clowns is because the first face I saw was his white face with the creepy ass eyes and 
red lips and I'm like dude dad you've scarred me for life but <laughs> there's actually a baby picture of him holding me directly in the hospital and my baby face looks legit petrified so that's that's what I saw coming to life. Um, my mom is probably the most fantastic human I know. She has, uh, she alone, I'm going to have her on as a guest. She is hilarious and it has the craziest life I know. She, I mean, who do you know that's been a beauty queen who got married young to marry a sports editor, broke that off to go live in a commune, uh, was dating a mobster, then broke up to go date the CFO of Disneyland. Hello, that would have been a fun one to marry a mom. Um, to now, she leaves all that for a mime. Love you, daddy, but seriously, mom. Any hoodle. So uh, I grew up in Vegas after uh, I was born and mine became lame. My dad went into construction and my mom became a theater teacher. She was actually the first female to cross the gender line in Nevada and cool like she was the first female um, stage manager so I grew up literally surrounded by showgirls and boobs which I swear is why I have a fascination with breasts uh, they were just all around me it was natural it was normal I know way too much about magic shows and such but truthfully um I just grew up with the female body is normal it's natural it's beautiful and it wasn't anything to be ashamed of so I was born and raised to be in the arts and it's still very much a huge part of me it's one of my biggest passions is theater it will always be I actually own a theater company at night so I I always tease that I touch boobs to pay for theater because it's kind of this vicious cycle of of medicine to do the arts however um I I was told growing up you better go back into theater girl like that's where your strength is so went to school with a full ride um I had a full theater scholarship and then shortly after that my after my freshman year of college I actually went uh I had a full ride to Southern Utah University, which my parents six weeks prior to my start date were like, mm, yeah, no, you're going to be bored and get into trouble. I was like, whatever. I just want to go away to school. Um, sent me to a school I had never heard of in Newport Beach at the time called Southern California College. It is now Vanguard University. And I uh, was going to be a theater teacher. After my freshman year, um, my parents, due to underlying circumstances, got custody of my two nephews and then legally adopted them. So I call them my brofuse. Um, and I had to drop out of school. I got married super young because I was told I would never be able to have kiddos. And if I wanted them, you know, I should, should get right on that. I was blessed to have met my husband, who we've been married uh, 20 years this February, 22 years together as of today. Today's our anniversary of our first kiss. Um, and so I got married at 21. However, before our nuptials, I had gone through menopause, chemical menopause. I had also, um, like I said, I have lupus, so I have a really whacked out body. I had endometriosis. I had a baby at 22. Um, I had a miscarriage and I had a second baby at 24 and a full hysterectomy at 26. So talk about a roller coaster of, hey, get married and let's throw all of this into the mix. 
So after my my oldest daughter is 18 now, after the her birth, I was uh, working at UCI in the School of Arts. Shocking. Um, and because I was actually in like an accounting thing, but I don't math at all like it's the running joke like I literally was playing poker one time and with my family because that's what we do and it <laughs> I grew up in Vegas I literally asked uh how many quarters do I get for a dollar and that's been not proud of that moment not gonna lie just not proud of it that was also after a cocktail or two okay that's a whole other story for another time any hoodle uh, realized after my first daughter I'm like yeah like I don't want to just be you know I needed to change jobs after she was born I actually remember let me backtrack I was in uh, our Lamaze classes our childbirth classes I was uh, very pregnant and realized I didn't really quite want to work all day I wanted to find something I could do where I could care for her during the day and still help pay for bills at night which was awesome and I was watching our childbirth educator and looked to my husband and said oh my stars that's literally a monologue about vaginas I can 100% do that so that's what I decided I was gonna do I can talk about uteruses and vaginas and boobies all day so I went to UCSD what love that place uh, and started the process of becoming in anything and everything and revolves around birth and parenting etc so gave birth to my first daughter Alyssa who is now 18 I remember them handing her to me in the hospital here I am this young 22 year old looking at the nurse going um seriously you're giving you're I'm fully responsible for a human now that's spooky all right so and just kind of jumped right in you know what else are you gonna do and it was easy at first right I mean I had the standard juggles etc uh with her but breastfeeding was easy and I just remember going I don't get what the big deal is like I have a boob she has a mouth she latches on this is great yada yada what's everyone complaining about right right little did I know uh breastfed her for nine months then got off because I had to get back on some medication for lupus because that's just not good to breastfeed with. And lo and behold, on her first birthday, my mom looks at me and says, oh, you're pregnant. And I was like, shut your mouth, lady. I'm definitely not pregnant. I just am tired. <laughs> I called her two days later sobbing, going, oh my God, I'm pregnant. And proceeded to be incessantly sick for the next nine months until I pushed that little critter out. So 21 months later, I gave birth to Elena. She is now 16. Uh, let me just tell you, side note, I have a squirrel brain, so I'm gonna have like many a side note. Two teenage daughters, 20 months apart, who fight over shoes and all sorts of things. It's good times, so just just hold your britches there, guys. It's, it's, it, it does go in a blink, but holy hell are the teenage years something else. Super awesome, I love it, but wow. Anywho back to Elena's birth so here I am thinking what's the big deal about breastfeeding I've done it before it's gonna be easy had a pretty long gnarly labor with her she gives them to me she was much smaller than um, my eldest daughter my eldest daughter 
when I pushed her out, the nurse says, oh my God, look at the size of her head. I'm like, uh, yeah, I know. I just pushed her out my hoo-ha. Thank you very much. My husband, of course, goes, um, is it ever going to go back to normal? Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's good times right there. Yeah, of course. Fast forward to Elena. So she comes out and ends up latching and I stare at her going, oh my God, I can't feel my baby. My nipples are going to fall off. And I mean, when I say I thought my nipples were going to fall off, it was toe curling pain, which I know you mamas know all too well. I, it was one of those things I just remember sobbing, going, I don't understand why this is so different. This shouldn't be any different. Anything that could go wrong went wrong with her. I attribute my kids, I mean, they literally changed my life. My eldest one sent me into medicine, which was fantastic. My youngest sent me into being a lactation consultant because I remember distinctly holding her one day sobbing with horrific postpartum depression, just saying, I do not want any other mama having to go through what crazy hell this is. I loved her to pieces, but every feed was excruciating. I mean, I would have rather given birth to triplets without an epidural than had to go through that. So I knew something wasn't right. I was already working at a hospital, a local hospital, teaching childbirth classes. Actually, I was teaching classes at like four different hospitals. Um, that's a whole nother Oprah right there. But I think everyone I worked with at that time pretty much saw my nipples because something wasn't right. In fact, my professor came in and she goes, oh yeah, your uh, daughter there has a heart-shaped tongue. She's tied. Which in my head meant nothing to me at the moment because there was no research supporting that. Nobody understood what that meant. I just was told, you know what, it's going to hurt a bit. Let's go. Until I went to um, back to school and realized breastfeeding's not supposed to hurt. Now, when I say that, I know you all are looking at me like, are you on crack, lady? Because it hurts. It's not meant to. So breastfeeding, if it hurts, means something needs to be adjusted, which I now know, but at the time didn't know. So if you're in pain, girl, you don't have to be. Like, let's find yourself someone who knows what they're doing to help you out of that situation. So Elena, well, I only breastfed for five months. I was a total closet bottle feeder, uh, which is why my whole take on lactation always will be, number one, you feed a baby. Number two, you do what's going to make you the best mom for that baby. I am a firm believer that although we know that breastfeeding is best, that it's it has so many fantastic properties for helping the baby grow and the bond between mom and baby, sometimes if breastfeeding is creating a wall between you and your baby and making it difficult for you to be the best mom to your children, sometimes it's okay to not breastfeed and to have that permission to quit. And I know that sounds super weird probably coming from an IBCLC, but the most important thing to know is that this is a season. Is it awesome and beautiful? Yes. It's hard work. It is probably one of the more difficult things you will ever have to do up to this juncture in your life, which is why I encourage you to get help. But it's not for everyone. And I think as a lactation consultant, it's important to keep that open mind for all you mamas. A, we need to meet you where you're at. It has nothing to do with what I think, what anyone else in the you know birth and medical field think. It is your journey 
this was your birth you got to do this your way you probably didn't necessarily have the birth you envisioned in your head and so you might be grieving some of that it might have been more difficult than you thought it was going to be and now you're like okay birth was hard pregnancy sucked I've got breastfeeding and then that doesn't go well you have to know that you're not alone and that I've got you we're going to get through this I'm going to make this very real for you guys. I want you to know I'm here for you. Any questions you have, I'm going to get there and I'm going to cover the weird and crazy wacky stories that's going to make this lighthearted and fun, but know that there is always a light at the end of the tunnel. So with my daughter, Elena, I will never forget, like I, I left my first lactation consultant appointment at the hospital sobbing my nipples were bleeding they gave me a nipple shield but didn't tell me what to do with it didn't explain to me why my nipples were bleeding or why my daughter wasn't gaining weight and why she was lethargic and severely jaundiced and wasn't peeing and pooping that all I had to do was you know just just put her on like you you'll figure it out it's supposed to hurt toughen up your nipples take a little washcloth to it roughen it up I'm like what what in the actual hell like this isn't this isn't normal peeps like I don't understand what I'm supposed to do I remember getting in the car the kids screaming in the back I had the toddler screaming with me and speeding home and then I got pulled over by a police officer on a motorcycle and I was just in sobbing and he comes over and he's like you know ma'am uh, you are going on 10 over the speed limit and I'm like listen pal I've got a baby that needs to eat I gotta go and he's like no no I'm gonna write you a ticket and I'm like listen honestly I got truth what I did I said so um totally respect what you do man but either write me the ticket so I can go or I'm gonna whip out my booby and feed my baby right then and there which fast forward is exactly what I did because when the baby wants to eat the baby wants to eat that child, bless her heart, is a fantastic human right now. Um, but everything that could go wrong went wrong. I had sore nipples, which developed into mastitis, which developed into thrush, which I had constant clogged ducts. I had tons of milk with my first daughter, hardly any with my second daughter. And remind you, those were only 20 months apart from those two things. And your breasts have cellular memory. They know what they're doing. If it's done it before, it can do it again, which is why I have so many... Um, families that I help breastfeed that are either adopting or um, that are you know lesbian families or chest feeding for for other partners it's just it's super rad we'll get to that but I I distinctly um, remember being on my knees praying going please let this not be how it's going to be forever my baby was underweight she was fussy forever and I had massive pressure on me from my family, from my friends, from my colleagues at work that I better breastfeed or else. And that's why when I say I'm a closet bottle feeder, I 100% was a closet bottle feeder. And at five months, my OB, who has become one of my dear friends, looked at me and said, Danielle, this is, you have permission to stop. You need to be healthy for the kids you have. And right now you are unhealthy for the kids that you have. You need to stop. And gave me my first bottle of formula. And I grieved a little bit at the loss. I felt like I was failing. But she she encouraged me that most importantly it is that I'm there as a mom. And I'll tell you, 
having that that weight lifted off was a tremendous gift because it allowed me to focus on what truly mattered, which was my relationship and my bond with my daughter. But it was that defining moment that I realized I do not want any mama to have to go through what I'm going through now. And it started me on this incredible journey into becoming the lactation consultant that I am today. So I have made it my life's quest to seek out the weird cases, to seek out those things that you might not ever encounter and find the reasons to the why and make it known and real and let you mamas know that everything you're going through, you have someone in your corner to help you with. There's always a reason to why you're experiencing what you are going through and you don't have to do it alone. So that is why this podcast is here. I am here to unravel all those questions and make it real and safe and fun and let you know that I promise you there's other mamas that feel just like you do. It's not abnormal. It's not weird, but we're going to fix it. So that being said, that is exactly what this podcast is for. I am so excited to be able to be here with all of you, to be able to answer those questions. You know, next week we're going to talk about ties because my daughter, the the trouble one that caused me to go into lactation, I shouldn't say cause, she was a gift, um, had horrific reflex. Her life, I mean, I wish I knew then what I know now. Had I known, those are my dogs, I apologize. Had I known then what I know now, I would 100% um have had a completely different kid and I'm going to share that knowledge with you and her story next time but thank you so much for the opportunity to do this I'm excited I am here for you take a break take a breath mama take a moment for you I got you we're going to get through this together this has been Danielle Goss the internationally board certified lactation consultant with Lactation Nation I am so excited until next time friends <laughs>